This is Water Daily for October 28, 2021. This week we look at Mark 12, 28-34, in which Jesus gives one of his most important teachings about love. Today's reflection is, love your neighbor and yourself. In this week's Gospel reading, we overhear a conversation between Jesus and a scribe who has asked him, which commandment is first of all? His reply is unsurprising. He quotes the Shema Yisrael and adds, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. Got it. Religious people know about loving God. But then he adds half an obscure verse from the book of Leviticus and raises it to the same status as the Shema. Quote, the second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. That was a game changer. This verse comes from Leviticus 19.18, quote, you shall not take vengeance or bear a grudge against any of your people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. Chapter 19 of Leviticus details a series of laws governing all sorts of human relationships, commercial, sexual, familial, occult, you name it. These six words barely stand out, yet Jesus elevates them to core commandment. Quote, on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets, he says in another gospel version of this story. Jesus's piercing intellect and knowledge of scripture allowed him to strip away the thicket of words and hone in on the one commandment that enables us to keep all the others. If we could only love God with our whole being and truly love our neighbors and ourselves, we would need no other commandments. Why is it so hard to love our neighbors? For starters, there are too many of them. We're overwhelmed, and so we rank and sort them by all kinds of categories, how like us or not they are, how needy or resourced they are, how much or little we approve of how they conduct themselves. As soon as we start to rank and pick and choose, love is compromised. When Jesus was asked by another scribe, then who is my neighbor? He answered by telling a story in which the neighbor who cared for a person in need turned out to be someone his questioner had defined out of his neighbor list. And we cannot control what our neighbors do. That can make them hard to love. In the fraught and fractured times in which we live, it is even harder to name someone as neighbor, let alone fellow Christian, who holds views and takes actions that we consider hateful and destructive to human life. But as the sign that has appeared on many lawns reads... Jesus said, love your neighbor, no exceptions. We may have to find God's love for some neighbors and borrow that until we can find our own. There's a place to start. Everything gets easier when we love our neighbors. But the verse includes another challenge, love your neighbor as yourself. Ah, there's a deeper reason we can find it hard to love our neighbors. It's hard to love ourselves especially if the world or family or an inner sense of shame or unworthiness tells us that's ridiculous. But God says, I love you. I made you. I delight in you. Are we not to love what God loves? 
we may have to find God's love for ourselves and borrow that until we can find our own. And when we love ourselves with compassion and clarity about all that's lovable in us and all that is not, we are better to love our neighbors, better able to love our neighbors the same way. Sigh. As my friend Peter says, if it were easy, everyone would be doing it. Maybe we make it harder than it has to be. Anything God calls us to, God equips us for. Maybe we can stop trying to do this loving on our own and let God's love flow through us, to ourselves, to our neighbors, and back to God. <laughs>